Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Downton Abbey After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Downton Abbey After Show. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Being as we're doing, and we are here doing another AfterBuzz TV after show for Downton Abbey Season 3, Episode 3. I'm your host, John Comerford, and I'm joined in the studio by the lovely and talented Tamara Bird. Hey, everybody. And the very insightful and uh, cordial. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Alina Akram. Hi, everyone. And helming our booth for us, as always, is Stephen Lemieux. How's it going, guys? Thank you, Stephen. Hey, Stephen. So lots happening in the show. Let's see. We got a footman who's a hunk. We got Branson on the lamb. Edith is a journalist, and we start off with Ethel, our well, let's see, our one-time uh, um, maid who is now well, she's uh, fallen gone the, on hard times. Yeah, as she's they on, say. she's been on the what? 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 How did Mrs. Hughes? She's the she's fallen on, on hard. Is that what you said? Yeah. I thought it was a, a certain path that she's walking down. The bed. road to ruin, there no way go. back. That's it. There's that's what Mrs. Hughes said. So and they've been hitting at this for the last few weeks because Isabel has seen her a few times. They've almost got together, uh, but you know every time uh, Isabel says, "Come on in, let me help you," Edith runs away. I'm sorry, Ethel, not Edith. Ethel, Ethel runs, runs away. away. And then finally we get this storyline. And I, I I didn't see any of this coming. I didn't I thought for sure she would not do this and give up her son. Did anybody see that happening? Well, I don't know. I it I just she she sees what a good or she has seen yeah. living in these people's houses yeah. what a good life and good upbringing can provide oh, yes and the opportunities and that are there and i thought it was interesting in the hallway when she was talking to uh, uh, isabel about that she you know isabel saying you know you don't have to do this you know you know uh, you, he may not go to the best school, but he'll have his mother's love. And she, of course, says, yeah, what did Matthew go to school? Right, <laughs> exactly. And you never hear Mrs. Crowley quiet, but she didn't have anything to say after no. that. No, yeah. she didn't. Yeah. No, she didn't. But, you know, I was thinking about it, you know, because, you know, she you know, wants Mrs. Hughes to write this letter again to the Bryants. And boy, isn't he the fun guy, huh, Mr. Bryant? Oh, my gosh, he's great guy? just a wretch. Horrible. He is he's just a horrible man. And I thought it was really interesting that uh, Ethel called him out on that. You're not you're not even, a, you're not a nice man or a kind man. But, but I think you, you do love, love Charlie. And that's the thing, you know. So it's a huge sacrifice for her. But I, I thought, you know, 
that you know she's going to try to work something out like look you can see you can have time with the son you, it should be you should have a relationship with him uh, help him out don't help me out just help him out but I didn't see her giving up her son completely I agree with you I didn't see that coming I, at all no. when they offered her money I was like oh she's definitely going to take it this yeah. issue has been resolved yeah but well and also when um, I just forgot what I was going to say I'm so sorry okay. I just got off topic uh, I, you know, I thought, well, why didn't she work anything out? I mean, c- clearly that would have been possible. What, what would be the reason for not trying to do that? I mean, well, and her, her, you know, mother-in-law, for lack of a better term, the the woman of the couple, who's sure. the god or grandmother, yeah. said, you know, I'll write to you. I'll yeah, keep yeah, you yeah. posted. And she was just kind of like. Yeah. You know. I don't think that's – I mean, I don't know if she's going to be able to sustain that. I mean, I understand why she does it. It's understandable that she's, look, I, I can't give him a life. And clearly the way she was treated – I thought they did a really nice job, by the way. Yeah. Of everybody, you know, just shunned completely. I mean, even the servants don't want to have anything <gasps> to do with her. The way they were doing that, I can't remember Isabel's lady. Mrs. Name. Bird. Mrs. Bird. Yeah. Just not even wanting to look at her, doesn't want to get her coat. I mean, I, I can't – Talk em- about a lack of compassion, though. And I think yeah. it's fascinating that Isabel is able to be compassionate. And maybe yeah. it's because she has – has a very fortunate station in life. And, yeah. But she's always with everybody. She's, that, she's been she that is. way from the beginning. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. She is that way with everyone. She yeah. clearly is is the the compassionate voice in this show, yeah. and and I'm grateful for her whenever she's on there because she is able to you know take people at their at their you know best and at their right. worst and still you know be kind to them. Good was, for her. Yeah, yeah <laughs> good for her. <laughs> But I was wondering about that as they were showing that, you know, with uh, meaning what they were showing was how even servants didn't didn't want to be in the same room with them. I mean, Mr. Bur- Mr. Brian actually says that I didn't want my wife to be in the same room with you. I mean, they, they, you're not even supposed to be in the same location, vicinity, whatever. Yes, go ahead. Well, Elena. even when Isabel was telling Mrs. Hughes about Ethel, her reaction was like complete shock that she even used the word prostitute right. oh, in yeah. the in the home. Yeah, that's yes. not a word you hear often. Yeah, not a word yeah. you hear. Yeah. So it's just such a shunned topic that yeah. it's not that shocking that he. Well, but I mean, I suppose if you're living in Downton Abbey or living in the village, you really don't have any any contact with prostitutes. So they're not True. they're not people. To to the people that we're discussing, you know, what I mean, someone yeah. who has fallen to to the to the life of being a prostitute, you know, they're they're not real, and that's that's you know the basis of a lot of prejudice, and well, that's what we're talking about here. And I think that goes to a larger point because I was what I was noticing in this episode. I mean, they, they've done it a lot, but specifically in this episode, I was noticing that they were pointing to this idea that. The, the shelter, the cocoon that they live in in these places because uh, Branson even says when, when, when uh, I know we're getting um, to another yeah, topic yeah. but th- this is sp- uh, speaking to this issue which is uh, you know, Lord Grantham says, "You know, you, you, boy, you must live in a harsh world." Or some, but he's saying it in a, in a, in a rude and derogatory way. And yeah. he says, "We all live in a harsh world." I just know it. Right. So obviously, he think you know, and and from his perspective, they are cocooned. They don't even know what the heck's going on around them. And this is the same thing that, uh, you know, it's not like prostitutes are new. So, but indeed. Yeah. So, uh, but and then there was one other uh, point they were making on that. One other time they were talking about it about prostitution. Yeah. 
Well, uh, well, that was it. The prostitution is not a, not a word you hear. Even even the, 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 the even the word is is not something. Not that you would bandy you know bandy that that thing around in the likes of Downton Abbey. But so this cocoon thing is happening, and that you know obviously the the new uh, order is coming in. That the, the the modern times are coming in to invade, and we're seeing that more and more. But I just thought the way they did it here was much more subtle in a sense that uh, Branson had something to say to him, uh, and then even the fact that you couldn't hear the word prostitute, and then of course. Uh, that the fact that Lady Crowley at the end, when the kid is taken away, she's got nothing to say. No. What can you do that for scene, a woman who has been down that road to ruin? With that, and that scene was just heartbreaking. Oh, the kid oh, in the car. Watching, you know, the, first of all, the child was so adorable. And, yeah. You know, at that young, has a British accent. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. It's an old joke in our family. Um, that, but he was so adorable, and she. It, Clearly, she had this pain on her face, but I was actually I was surprised she wasn't doubled over and like you know vomiting. Yeah. She was so because it's so sad, yeah. and but I, I guess it's a testament again to that sort of British stiff upper lip. Mm-hmm. You got to get through it because this is the right thing to do, and that's what I'm going to do. Great, uh, and also a wonderful way to show that the, what were the alternatives at the time? What what choices did they have? No, and the fact, yeah. yeah, no, none really. She, I mean, she had a job as a maid that that went by the wayside, and now the only way she's make money is through this. Way. I mean, come a long way, baby. Yeah, yeah. Virginia Slim and the whole thing, but mm-hmm. I, I just thought that was a tragedy that you know this is she had to give up a child merely because she's so shunned by society. Right. And I was wondering how is Mrs. Crowley's uh, effort to get these ladies. A, off this path and onto something better. How is that even going to be possible in this world? Right. In the world that they live in right Right. now. Right. It's so unrealistic to me because... It's so insurmountable. I mean, something like Edith writing a letter to a newspaper is shunned or not looked down upon. Yes. So imagine trying to hire a prostitute into, you know... Yeah. Right. And bring, or wait, because well, these people don't think, even though um, Lord Grantham was talking about, when they were talking about potentially losing the house, yeah. he was saying, he and Mary were both saying it's our duty yeah. because we employ people. Yes. So it's their duty to a certain degree. But right. when but when they have an opportunity to, to really help someone like Ethel yeah. and really help her, you know, come out of this terrible part, you know, maybe that's not really our duty. So it's an interesting sort of double standard. Yeah, because of duty, but they also have... Uh, uh, reputation. Right. I, I don't think Mr. Carson would even allow it because if no. you guys notice, Mrs. Yeah. Hughes wouldn't even bring it up to him. Yeah, no. she wouldn't. She say said, it. "Yeah, I can't. Don't worry can't about it." Tell you. Like. But so let's let's stay on that uh, tack a little bit because then Edith does write a letter. So because obviously she's downstairs at the breakfast uh, table oh, eating breakfast right. with everybody. Why? Yes. Why? And, and Matthew's going, "What the hell are you doing down here? Why aren't you upstairs having breakfast?" And of course, Edith says, "Because I'm, I'm, I'm single." Yeah. Because yeah. the unmarried and, eat you know, breakfast. That's what they do. But then we're speaking more about the women's side of it. So they're, they've got the vote in uh, uh, England. Uh, well, I should say they do if you're over 30 and you have property. Right. Yes. Then you're able to vote. And, of course, we're in, in America, we're just ratifying. Tennessee is just ratifying the 19th Amendment. So we're in 1920, of course. So uh, it's interesting that here, here's a woman who's fallen so far from grace. Not grace, but, you you know, uh, on the wayward path. And do you mean Ethel or do you Ethel, mean? Ethel. But yes. then you, on Edith, who, you know, who's supposed to have, you know, all the uh, advantages. Privileges. And, you know, she's relegated to what? You know, she can't even vote. Well, and that, that <laughs> conversation was so interesting where she was saying, what What shall I do, garden? Yeah. And, and the dowager countess says, oh, good God, let's hope you don't stoop to yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, you again, know, what, what are their choices? 
Yet they don't encourage her to actually write the letter. No. Lord Grantham was, no. wasn't no. having he it. Poo-poos it. The Carson poo-poos it. Yes. So much so that it's audible rebuff there. I mean, we say, whoa. No comments yeah. from Carson. Yeah, but Matthew's the only one that supports it. But he even you know, gives a hint to Lord Grantham, well, you support it, want you to think about it. And, and, and he might, Lord Grantham might. But the fact that... She's that's it. She's, she's been jilted at the altar, so I've got nothing just, in my that's it. Well, you know what? Her life's so, over. Do needlepoint, read read yeah. books, and you know, dress for dinner. Mm-hmm. And then Lord Grantham knocks her down even farther because yeah. he tells her, Well, it's not going to get published anyway, no, so yeah. we don't have to worry about course, that. Because what a value could she have to say? Poor, poor Edith is what poor, I thought. Poor Edith. I, I, thought, I was <laughs> like, what I oh my God. Well, even when this is, when the countess, I mean, Dowager, excuse me, was saying to her. You're, you're a woman with a brain yeah. and a reasonable ability. Yeah, but, but but the way she said it was only reasonable ability, not amazing ability. You just thought you have reasonable ability. Again, the middle challenge gets nothing. It's yeah. not like, go out there, come on, you can do, no. Well, and the follow-up. brain and reasonable ability. Stop whining and do something yeah, about stop it. stop whining and do something about it. So. Which is actually kind of a modern thing to say. Absolutely. But, you know, and that's Sur- a little bit surprising coming from grandma, which she is surprising from yes, time to time. Yeah. But, but also, I think, again, that's, you know, stiff up her lip and stuff. I think that's what that is pull your boots, uh, pull yourself up by your bootstraps and let's go, let's move on. Uh, but you still have such narrow confines in which you can move on. Sure. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Ladies. Would you like to live back oh, then? Oh, good heavens. <laughs> oh, gosh. You know, as, I, as much as I like dressing for dinner and all, yes. uh, I, I would be driven crazy in that kind of scenario. I really would. I really would. But it's great. There's you have responsibilities. So what do you, I mean, just, come on. You don't have to do anything. I mean, how wonderful you know, would that be? Well, and it's interesting because in, in, you know, the 21st century, I know a very small handful of people who are kind of in this situation, who are independently yeah. wealthy. And don't have careers. Right. And it's extremely difficult for them. I know two people in this situation. Wow. And, you know, they, they you have to have something to do. You mm-hmm. have to have something to do. And just sitting around languishing, yeah. reading books and doing needlepoint and watching, you know, television is not enough. I'd imagine I'd get bored. I get bored on vacation after the fourth day. I'm like, oh, do, 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 do. What now? I I'm don't. done reading. <laughs> I'm done reading. I don't yeah. want to do anything else. Like, yeah. Well, have you ever had a job and suddenly didn't have a job? I yes. mean, after you're like, oh, this is great. Maybe like if you quit yourself, yeah. it's great. After like a week or after two weeks even, you're just like, I need to work. I need to do yeah. something during mm-hmm. the day. You need to meet people. You need to not be at home just whittling I, I away. Th- I threw out my neck when that happened well, to me. But it's interesting. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, and, it, and, it, and, and there's absolutely no way we could actually uh, put ourselves in their state. But no. that's from our perspective. And we're used to working. We're used to, yeah. we, you know, we've had decades of people having careers and stuff. Back then, could they even consider? They don't know better. It's not in their frame of mind. No, what is a weekend? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's what's... Yeah, it's so, a different frame of mind, but but especially that's, women. But that's what's coming into yeah, society now. So again, that's that's one of the things that's interesting. about And I think you know, the fact that they're talking about the vote was very interesting because that, that you know again that's just their, another way of showing that it's coming. It's society happening. is There's changing. nothing you can do to stop it. Yep. Progress is going to be made. And yep. I feel like Matthew plays that part in the show, yes. and he keeps yeah. hinting at it, especially with Edith, or yeah. when he was trying to discuss the letter. What was it? The books with. Um, yeah, the, the ledgers. Yeah. And, yeah, the books of the running of the estate. So. Yeah, well, all right. Well, since you talked on that, let's move on to that real quick. Great. Um, I I thought it was interesting that Mary was trying to advise Matthew, like, listen, yeah. you got to stand up to him. <laughs> He's my dad. I yeah. know better is how I took it. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I hope he takes her advice. And I think he's not going to have a choice to because already Lord Grantham is already starting to um, dismiss Matthew. Yeah, it was dismissed. Yeah, there, there is the beginning of the power play show, yeah. starting to show. Well, I mean, it wasn't really overt either. It was very, you know, just like, eh, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later, yeah. With the sharing, you know, having the cigars, and they're doing the uh, man of the house things or the lord of the house things and stuff like that. Even Carson's wondering what he's, who's, who am I going to respond to, who am I paying, you know. Mm-hmm. And clearly that's going to come to a head. Yeah. And I think the funny thing was that the person Matthew goes to for advice and all this is the Dowager. I know. Well, but if you think, then on second thought, I go, well, who else would you go to? Who's navigated this minefield more than she has? Right. That's true. Right. So who's got the most experience? So her you know. shock was yeah. hysterical to me, yeah. though. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. managed. Yeah, How yeah. dare you? <laughs> oh, and, the, and there's going to be a great number of noises, noses out of joint. Out of joint. <laughs> Which is a wonderful way of saying it. And, it, okay, so we're setting that up. We know that will come to pass. Yes. So, But I don't recall any, any, being anything else on that particular. Was there any other part of that? I think they're just setting up, okay. Of the Lord Grantham and Matthew yeah. thing? Yeah. Oh, just the, um, j- if we're just talking about Matthew, yeah. Matthew and Mary... Um, you know, maybe a little tension there. We're not exactly sure. Yeah, well, they're, yeah, they got to keep that going. Well, it, well, the other tension was in the in the room, right? The, the baby, baby, the potential baby. Yeah. The, it's not a nursery anymore. It's our new whatever it was study sitting, sitting room. room. And uh, what if we need a, a nursery for the baby? Uh-huh. Is so. What, do you think she was hiding something, or do you think she just no? Uh, I'm she, I'm guessing very... she's either worried about fertility uh-huh. or she's not ready for a baby and he's mm. eager for one he seemed pretty yeah, excited asking about it yes so yeah, he did and then again that goes with the whole um new society new way of thinking she's not ready for a kid mm-hmm. but he's still traditional in that sense like hey we're married now what's yeah. next yeah exactly get to it lady so, so i don't know do you think she wants one i think she does but I'm kind of torn in between the two because uh-huh. Mary's pretty independent or she's proven to be as traditional Seriously, as she is. Uh, well, if you talk Pamuk, she's a little <laughs> traditional. <laughs> yes. So, all right. So all right. I don't know. We'll see. All right. Well, that takes us to a moment where we can thank all you uh, after buzzers who are tuning into iTunes and downloading for us. So we appreciate that. The comments that are coming, we want to thank you for that. That keeps us honest. Uh, obviously, we want you to let us know where we missed the items and uh, you know where we're doing well. So we want to thank you for that. And, and make sure you comment, tell a friend, because uh, that's what keeps us going here. We have over 60 shows happening this uh, in the weeks to come, 60 shows a week. We have 3 million downloads a week as well, and that's all because of you, the fact that you're downloading and telling friends. So thank you very much thank for that. Thank you. And Thanks, we do read guys. the comments. So do let us know, and w- you know we we make adjustments as we hear them, and yeah. we continue doing the things that you like. So let us know, yes. and that's the how we can deliver the show that you want to hear. All right, but that takes us to Sybil and Branson because Branson was obviously on the lamb running. Uh, you know, it's like where is he running from? But it's like, it's almost like it felt like he all, ran all the way from Ireland. It did. It did. He, he ran from Ireland. I ran from Ireland in the rain. Well, and it's a, you know it, at this time it was a bit of a. A political uh, there was a lot of political upheaval yeah, in, uh, when it hasn't there been in Ireland uh, good point Irish history um, British American British Irish history but he so he was involved you know he's involved in some revolutionary well yeah yeah 
talks and yes and uprising uprising so i mean it's like easter rebellion kind of stuff where they throw a lord and lady out of a castle they burn it down yeah and i found it so interesting that he was describing his experience of it yeah. and he had some remorse i know it turned him a little but bit but i thought it was i thought it was fascinating because he said because i do watch Downton Abbey with the you know the glow of the beauty of the edwardian right. time right uh-huh. and and he he said exactly that you know um you look at these places and see mm-hmm. see genteel living and civility, and I see something different. I see something. What was the word he used? Grotesque or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't remember the word. The word yeah. And and I, you know, it, it kind of helped me see where he was coming yeah. from. Um, but then again, the humanity came out in him when yeah. he saw the people who were you know running out of their burning house, and he saw and the children watching yeah. their home burn. Yeah. And obviously, being a soon-to-be father, I'm sure there's going to have more of an effect on him now than it would before. Absolutely. And so. being married to a lord's yeah. daughter, yeah. I feel like, is what Huge has influenced him mm-hmm. I thought it was feel re- for that. Yeah, what a great uh, part of his storyline to keep that conflict going because, you know, he was so principled and, and, and almost to, to a... A, a caricature, almost. Uh, yeah, because yeah. it was like, okay, we get it. Yeah, you're such a staunch uh, proponent of those things. But this really got to, you get to see the crack start. Where Made him a little more of a complex character. Yeah, because this. before it was a little two-dimensional, and now it's, they're, they're fleshing that out. And I like that a lot because now he's really going to struggle because I think he's still going to be principled about what he thinks, but how to get there is going to be much more nuanced because he obviously, he even said that he's not—he's never been uh, an advocate for violence. I think it was what the yes, word he used, something yes. like that. Uh, and and we'll, we'll see how that plays out because now he's going to become a father and the fact that he's stuck at Downton for a while, is, I'm sure that's going to have an effect on him because, you know, obviously if you, the more you are sheltered, the more you're going to tend to, you know, enjoy that. Right, and and imagine. assume the the pallor pa- pa- is that the right that's not the right word, Paul. I'm not sure what the right word is, uh, but the you know the mantle of the things that are right. going on around you. Aside from just it being more comfortable, if that's all right. you see, yeah. then it starts to be normal. Right, and and, and because he has a that. child on the way, and even Sybil notes this is that I, we we need to be safe. Yeah. Right. So, and the fact you know, once you have a kid, all of a sudden you, things change a little bit. Yeah, you give up the motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happened with so many of the dads oh, yeah. that I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll see. Interesting to see how that plays out with him. I'm sure he'll be principled. I'm sure he's going to go. Uh, so that's going to be a great struggle for him. But again, I loved watching Lord Grantham, you know, being there to defend and protect his daughter. Oh, sure. Yeah, that was great. You know, him just getting how could you really, leave her? How could they, they, you leave her yeah. in a foreign land? Yeah. Pregnant. 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 Because really, that is awful. That was awful. Uh, yeah, but I'm going, for, for, it's Ireland. I mean, you got, I mean, no, how they're foreign Ireland. is that? It's foreign. They talk that whole language that has weird letters yeah. in it that no yeah. one of us yeah, but Anything outside of their state is foreign to them. If well, you really true, think that, outside like of Downton Abbey. John's Irish. <laughs> <laughs> of course he's going to defend the, uh, the motherland. <laughs> Thank you very much, Tim. But well, yeah, you know. yeah I, and I love the way he went at Branson. That was great. That's yeah. That's what yeah. I was kind of getting at. Yeah. Yeah, but it was all. I mean, it was a really great a heated uh, discussion. It wasn't really much of a discussion. No, there wasn't discussion. But no. at, at the end of it, I thought the funny thing was he just tells me he goes, "Go to bed." Yes. Like, what? What? Well, you can't tell me to go to bed. Yeah. I was like, "What? Wait a minute." He could. 
What happened to Branson, the crazy rebel that right. was standing? Yeah. He just cried and ran away. Well, well, I mean, you know, well, he didn't cry there. He's he cried worried about Sybil, though. I mean, he's got to be worried too. No, sure. Yeah, obviously, and he guilt. F- and exactly. Worry. So yes. he's a lot of guilt there, and he did leave pregnant, her behind. And even though they had wife. worked it out, I mean, I'm sure he felt horrible about it. I mean, saving his own skin and leaving his wife behind to close up the flat. I mean, what? So I'm sure he all that stuff. I just thought it was hysterical that he, it, just like a dad, he just tells me to go to bed. Yeah. That go to hilarious. bed. And then he just slumps off. And I just, well, that's hysterical. Yeah, that was. Funny. But, you know, is the Lord of the House, is that part of the thing? You can just tell anybody to go to bed? I declare I that it is now bedtime. Yeah, yeah. But, but and the parallel there with, you know, then downstairs, we go downstairs and they're all talking about the same thing. Yes. yes. And what does Carson say? Awesome. I think it's time to bed. It's bedtime. Yes. And... And they all go run off. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. There's a parallels. Everybody has to go to bed now. They call bedtime. They're all adults. Lights out. They're all adults. (laughs) What? You can call bedtime. You can wait. Time out. Really? Apparently, you can. Wow. We'll have to have our research on that. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So whatever happens, what's the next thing? Oh, we find out that Branson, of course. Was there at the uprising? Yes, yes. Uh, and, and uh, Sybil. The, the police think he has more to do with it. Yeah, and he didn't tell Sybil about uh-huh. it. Uh huh. So there's that friction, and the police, of course, think he has more to do with it than he wants He's to an let instigator. on. Yeah, and so Lord Grantham has to go, of course, and uh, speak to the authorities have a on deal, his with the behalf. secretary. Yeah, and gets a deal done where okay, you go back to Ireland, they're going to arrest you. So he's, which I thought was great because now they have you have to be. You have to stay. Yeah, I, I, you know, do you wonder at all if that was Lord Grantham just saying that, or if that was really the case? Because you know That's he has a, a vested interest in keeping Branson and Sybil here, so point. his child can be born I, at Downton, and I, he's never really a been Protestant. that kind of Machiavellian, but. Uh, where he's, you know. I could see how he would though for no, his daughters. No, I'm, I'm just. And I think it's a great. I've never. Even, I never even thought of it. I totally mm-hmm. bought that it was legit. Mm-hmm. But who knows? Yeah. Maybe he did that just because Sybil's pregnant, and I want to keep her here and safe. I would. I would not put it past him. Wow, interesting. Especially after an episode like that. Yeah. I didn't. I yeah. didn't mm-hmm. even consider yeah. that because mm-hmm. I never. Yeah. You know, you'd think Lord Grandmother's not this is his word. He's honest, and you know, because he's a gentleman. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. wow, mm-hmm. interesting. I would. There you go. Okay. But what I a dilemma for Branson. Yeah, a little gold star today. Yeah, you go. Uh, yeah. Is he going to stay with his wife and child, or is he going to go back to Ireland, where he's going to continue could, his right? He right. could he could potentially be arrested, but he, but he could fight for the cause that he believes yeah. in. And he thinks they're in a in a revolution that may uh, have some uh, own what what do we call it? Well, Ireland's going to have be able to rule itself. Be so he wants to be part of that. Yeah. So if do I stay with this birth, right. my child, or the, or birth, the birth of, of a nation. nation? So what are we going to do? Hmm. Have fun for Branson. I don't know. All right. So what else on that? I think that was it for those guys. I think that's it. I think it was. Oh, great. And that allows us to move on to the new footman. Oh, the new <laughs> yeah. hotman. It's like all the stuff that's going on in Downton, and they're going, oh, no, no, hire the, hire the good looking Hire the one. handsome man. Absolutely. They finally have, since, since of course, Matthew's decided to invest in uh, Downton, they now have money, so they're going to restaff. Right. Uh, and they got a new footman, and it's between two, and, of course, they hired Mary Dallas Carson to hire the I love how one. Mary ta- talked oh. about it. I'm sure, I'm, I know why the ladies want him. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should hire him and... Give them Start something make, to talk about. Give, give, make them a little happier downstairs. Anybody else could have said that to Carson, and he would have been no, like, yeah. forget it. Exactly. Right. Of course, Lady Mary tells him that, and he's like, okay. Rip, rip. Handsome, mm-hmm. handsome Jimmy Kent. Of course, all the it, girls are smitten. They're, yeah, they're just giddy as all. They're just dumbfounded, <laughs> just staring agape. 
I think yeah. Tom's a little smitten too. Oh, clearly. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, it was no accident they show they saw Tom have Tom going by and the doors open. The guy's and taking his shirtless. Yeah. And shirtless. Jimmy's so, shirtless. And you know, uh, since when was it? Uh, season one. Season one. It was the yeah. episode with uh, Pamuk's buddy, buddy, whose name yeah. I don't remember. Um, and there was there was a something of a relationship between yeah. him and Thomas, and we haven't seen any any sense any you know dalliances at all with yeah. Thomas. He's just been conniving with O'Brien all season two. Right. So, um, so so Thomas now, yeah, there's going to be something interesting yeah, he, going he, on he here. Piqued his interest mm-hmm. among other things. Yeah. And who do we see oh, lurking? Hello, <laughs> Miss. Who's lurking just after? Again, how many times have we seen Miss O'Brien lurking? Lurking. (laughs) Lurking O'Brien. So, okay. So just when last week, of course, she said that she was going to get him back. So now we know. Okay. Right. She's got something planned. She does. Yeah, she's found his Achilles heel. Yes. So... How, and I wonder how she's going to do this. Well, it's just so interesting. She they she just lets the info out just little by little. Hmm, just thinking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, hmm. yeah. No reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Killing him softly. Mm, exactly. So what exactly. do we think? All right. So let's go. Let's go, let's go to a, the the surface. Is he uh, a hottie? James. Ladies. Yeah, Jimmy. James. Jimmy. Jimmy James. Jimmy. Well, James as Carson calls him. Yes, yes of course. Exactly. Um. Yeah, he's handsome. Yes, he's handsome. That's what I called him. Thank you very much. Handsome Jimmy Kent. There you go. That's his name. Is that that right? Handsome Jimmy Kent. Uh Uh-huh. Well, it's so funny how everyone is sort of stricken by him, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, ladies, not as well as you do, I'm sure. (laughs) I was like, wow, they've never seen that. I mean, I I, I guess he's good looking, but everybody's crazy about it. So I was like, okay. My question is, I didn't get this, is he the first footman or Alfred? I, they didn't lead. They didn't really. Well, Alfred says he's the first footman, and uh, he sh- I guess because he's been there longer, he should be. But right. the, the decision is left up to Carson. Yeah. Right. And in that particular situation, Carson was giving handsome Jimmy Kent the first foot, <laughs> the job of the first footman in that situation. So I suppose we're going to see if that's going yeah, to continue well, that, or yeah, not. Yeah, they're going okay. to they're be fighting for. Yeah, the jockey for the position, exactly. Vying for first mm-hmm. footman. Mm-hmm. So, all right. mm-hmm. I also thought it was interesting how Tom got a little jealous and angry that Mr. Carson was helping Alfred. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and it was a good little beat because he says, well, he, Carson tells me, well, Thomas, because well, Alfred yes. asked. So there you go. So now so, yeah, don't don't feel secure in your position ever because yeah. you need to constantly well, be making... And Alfred is already winning favor with... Mr. Carson mm-hmm. by doing so and yeah. trying really hard. Yeah. So we'll see. And Alfred, of course, had another little moment with Daisy. So let's let's wrap uh, this up because oh, I thought that was hysterical. Joy. Just like he had, uh, you know, Poor you know. Daisy. Okay, so I know. Ever since uh, you know Mrs. Levinson's maid, maid. or assistant or wh- whatever yeah. we're calling her, her was forward there. maid. Yes, is that what her, t- her t- title is? Her forward maid? No, she was just forward. She was forward. She oh, was a maid oh that! Was I beg your pardon. I thought <laughs> it was a term. Yes. So, yeah, she kisses Alfred. She tells him, and she likes him. All this other stuff. And, she's you know, American. She's a well, floozy. Yeah, but Daisy even mentions. You know, she says, "Is you know, uh, uh, um, what did she? Oh, did, did uh, she asked Alfred if he liked it? And he was just so taken with the fact that she made him feel good about himself. That yeah. So then it's taken. What was that? Two and a half months ago, at least. Yeah. And, it, yeah. and it's taken Daisy two and a half months. To, to get, get to the point where she can finally wants to say something to yes. Alfred, and then that goes back to my other thing about the ladies in this particular era. I mean, two and a half months. Of course, this is England now, being so repressed that it's taking two and a half months to say that she likes him. 
Yeah. I know. And she she was dropping the hints before. Yeah, kind of, but he wasn't getting anything, so no. you know, he wasn't understanding anything. But before she's even interrupted, we're not even sure that she'd come out and directly say something like yeah. that. I honestly don't think she'd be that direct. Well, and it was oh, maybe really? no, no. Well, I don't know because, no, because it's Daisy and she's yeah. so I don't that, and she's so naive. She's she, really it was sweet around. There were people around. I didn't think she'd be that forward with exactly what she was going to say because it seems like it, you know she, if she was yeah. going to say something that forward, it would probably be away from somebody. Everybody else would be. More. I agree, but it, we'll never know. No, no we, we won't know. because she doesn't get to say <laughs> it. Because she. we get the new scullery Nor maid come she. in. Poor girl, who's prettier than Daisy? <laughs> I know and. Poor, poor Daisy's wearing that yeah. ugly brown outfit that she never gets out of and always has yeah. greasy hair. And in comes this fresh face. Mm-hmm. Ivy. So we got a good-looking footman. We have a decent-looking scullery maid. and So they're only hiring she's pretty people. She's a cook or something. Well, she's, she's an assistant cook. No, because I thought... She's the new kitchen maid, I think. Yes. But isn't that mean... Now that, Daisy's an assistant cook. Yeah. Right. So, but so uh, they're only hiring pretty people at Downton's. But basically, what we're saying, I think that is what we're uh, saying. Even though Carson says whatever his line is about pretty people or whatever that uh, uh, hard work and diligence L- only go f- to only take you so far. Yeah, and the, oh, if only that were true. Yeah, <laughs> but clearly, it's not even in his. He's the guy that's hiring this team. So even he's not aye, following aye, through. Aye. No, he's not. Terrible. But and we bad. already see the conflict coming up with Daisy. Yeah, I hope we can be friends. I know. <laughs> Poor girl. I hope. Well, she is a widow, widow, you know. Oh, that's true, yeah. yeah. She is a widow. Oh, tragic, tragic. Very. All right, what else we got? Oh, we got Anna Bates. Anna, Anna and Bates. Bates. I tell you, this is interesting. Bates, is uh, he's a cool cucumber. But uh, the... You, you were actually you were asking me about it the way he was eating and the way yeah. he, the way he carries himself in prison in prison you know he's he's so proper when he's at Downton and when he's in prison it really struck me because he was eating you know right. holding his spoon and like, like shoveling the food in yeah. and when I saw it I thought that's just wrong he would not, never yeah. eat like that yeah. and I asked you about it I said yeah he would in prison and he doesn't want to stick out he wants to blend in you know? exactly they, they right. would because see that he would look like a hoity trade that's right they would jump all over that yeah exactly. so I mean and but, you know, what's interesting is that here's a guy who can pass between those two worlds pretty easily. Yes. Because, you know, because everybody at Downton thinks he's this moral, ethical, stand-up kind of guy. You know, yeah. I don't, you know, I don't know about moral and ethical. But they, they all have a sense of his dignity, I should say, or something, or his integrity. Mm-hmm. But in prison, like, yeah. It, prison doesn't leave any choice. Yeah, I know. You've got to do that. You then, know, now... Yeah. You gotta you get gotta with survive, the culture. Man. You gotta survive. But yeah. I, th- I like that you, you get to see that different side of him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, not as far as content of this of the Bates and Anna story in this particular episode, there wasn't a lot going on. Mm-hmm. But it was just the but but that sadness of both of them thinking mm-hmm. that the other had had said, Forgotten you know, I'm or, done. Yeah. I'm you know, he was being gallant mm-hmm. and telling me I should move on with my life. She said, yeah. and he said, oh, I thought she had given up on me. Right. I'm surprised Anna just stayed quiet about it she didn't go investigate or at least try to visit him because she's been so forward well, throughout they, this whole relationship they, she had said that they aren't allowing visitors yeah so, he, so he's not oh, allowing okay. visitors it was I an see. official thing that Which she could so that she it tried. wasn't him so we didn't no, get it wasn't to see not him saying, saying, yeah. no. No, no, no it was just that we just didn't get to see her go and be refused yeah so, I see but yeah. she obviously had gone because she said they were, they're not allowing me so but I thought, you know, again, it's a great way to keep the storyline going because how else are you going to do it? It's in prison. Right. So they, we got out of the cell a little bit, which was nice. But uh, and then the fact that you know, when he when 
Bates finally gets those cards, the 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 joy on his the face, relief. the relief on his face. Yeah, thank God. And that kind of stuff was just you know again keep fueling that, stoking that fire. That and that shot was really beautiful. Yeah, the one between the two when they mm-hmm. finally get their letters mm-hmm. and the nice dissolve between the two, so they look like they're in the same room and almost a having a conversation. Almost having yeah. a conversation. Yeah, was great. I thought yeah. that was really beautiful. Well shot. Well shot. Nicely so, done. Yeah, because uh, we love the free baits. Free baits. Free baits. <laughs> So, do you think that's well? Let's get. We'll do that when we get to predictions. Well, before we get to predictions, we'll do uh, news. So, uh, yes. we have a little few little AfterBuzz yeah. TV news. All right, what do you got, Tamara? Well, um, Matthew Crawley, played by Dan Stevens. Yes, did you know, yes. Dan Stevens was voted Britain's best dressed man. Interesting. Interesting. Fancy well, man on the show or outside the show? Britain's best dressed man. <laughs> I know. So not a character. I he know. he, the guy. All right, I'm gonna I'll, Google him. Yeah, he wow. was definitely. Um, Yeah, he was. Uh, Stay away from UK sites if you're going to Google him because... They're ahead. They've seen all these episodes. They're ahead of us, and they've seen all the episodes, and I'm just warning you all that. Because I found out something I didn't want to know today, and and I'm sad, and I'm not talking about it because I'm not spoiling it for all of you. Uh, Downton Abbey star Brendan Coyle has hit out at fans who film him surreptitiously on camera phones. Ooh. He says he's pulling that a Jack he's, Nicholson. This is um, this is wow. Bates we're talking about, and he said that he doesn't want to seem like he's ungrateful for having a job because uh-huh. he's thrilled to be having this job. He says, but what I will say is that every blank on the planet Ooh. has a camera. I posed for about forty photographs yesterday, mm-hmm. and the thing that annoys him the most is people who are pretending not to take them <laughs> when they are. Okay. Hey, so if you're near Brendan, uh, I guess ask, ask first. yeah. So you don't get hit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Or be really out of his eyesight if you're going to do it surreptitiously right, so, so that he really doesn't see. And all those wanting to get a shot. Um, a little bit of a spoiler from him. He says Whoa. that I pretty much can say that all of us know when Downton is going to end. Whoa. This show has a finite life. They, and they know? Well, I mean, I don't know, but yeah. that's what he says. You know, the, the Brits series, except yeah, for they, a couple yeah, yeah. of those crazy ones that we were talking about before, Doctor Coronation Street, Street that's yeah, been on exactly. for 125 years, yeah. and and uh, Doctor Who, which has been on forever. You know, the British series tend to be very yeah, short. They don't they, they about don't. how many seasons? Don't tease me. Well, uh, we don't know. Uh, here's what I can well, look, tell look you. Look at the Office. That was on for was it three seasons? I think well, just yeah, three. Yeah, and they were short. See, yeah, they were like they don't five go. episode seasons yeah, or something, something like that. Um, but I will tell you, there is going to be a season four for yeah. Downton Abbey. It I has definitely that. been confirmed. Good deal. And Maggie Smith has been confirmed oh, to come great, back. Um, they weren't sure about her. There had been rumors, or doubts rather, about whether or not she would continue the role. But executive producer Gareth Neem said at last week's post-Golden Globes Awards party that she would be back for the fourth series. Um, and yeah. Julian Fellows has said in the past, with Maggie, you never know. Other actors sign on for the next series, and they sign on for this, and they sign on for that, but she doesn't. She stays her own person, right. but as far as I'm concerned, I hope she stays with the show until Downton falls down. Well, mm-hmm. you know, she had a big scare a couple of years ago, fighting cancer, and so wasn't even sure she was ever going to act again. I think Downton was one of the ones that brought her back. Is that right? I think so, Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. 
Yeah, so, so I think she, she plays it, you know, decides from, you know, year to year whether what she wants to do. So she will be back. Um, the other thing that I wanted to talk about was yeah. you and I watched it today. Um, yeah. There was an interview on CBS right. with the the occupants of High Clare Castle, which is where right. Downton Abbey is shot. Yeah. Yeah. And um, these the are actual castle. These are modern people. It's the Eighth Earl and Lady Carnivon, who are known as Fiona and Geordie to their friends. And one of their friends is Julian Fellows, who created Downton Abbey. Um, when they the the house. The manor has 50-plus bedrooms, and it had not been lived in for more than 15 years when they inherited it. And um, and the lady said, when we took it on, I think it was time at the time of the Iraq War, and this house, like other houses of its ilk, rely on weddings and conference businesses in order to keep the revenue going, and all of our phones were quiet. So I thought, if we're going to give our lives to it, I'm going to try and bring it back. And so Downton Abbey is part of that. And it has completely changed the so that's the thing the that's manner. been able to keep them. They have 1,200 um, tourists who come day. every day. Every and day. Uh, the other thing that's fascinating about it is that one of the, I think it was the fifth Earl of Carnivon, right. was a, an amateur archaeologist. Right. And he... But, but go ahead. Are you gonna, before you get into the where that archaeology, tell them about the uh, who, who he married. He married the uh, illegitimate child of Rothschild, Rothschild who's, so, who's the banking, you know, yeah. like fabulously wealthy. So this is the Rothschild. real story of the of the, the of house. the house. So, so yeah. Go ahead. So here he is. You know, he needs money like crazy to keep the the house the going, house going, and the sur- grounds and the surrounding. And can- plus, can he fund his hobby, fund of, his hobby of archaeology. And so he needs to find somebody. And this woman, she's the illegitimate daughter of the Rothschild, and she needs legitimacy. Exactly. So she- just like the shows, they marry each other so that he gets her money, she gets his title. Wow. Yep. And yep. and that then, is the true story. And then what it. does she go on to fund? He goes on to fund. Well, but she does by, by her, with right, her money. With her money, the um, the discovery of T- King Tut's tomb. Yeah, what? he was the one who He's funded the, the discovery discovery of that tomb. Carter and, there are, and everybody. And down in the bottom of High Clare Castle, Damn. where the kitchens used to be, are many many Egyptian artifacts, true artifacts from King Tut's the tomb. The sarcophagus that you always recognize from Tutankhamun. It's, it's there. there. Oh, that's a replica. Wow. The replica is there, but then they have yeah, they have the legitimate ones. Yeah, yeah. it's the actual ones. And about incredible. how long ago did he live in this manor? Well, that was the 1920s, 1920s 19, yeah, 1920s and 30s. And he died, uh, he, 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 that, that actual lord died Get this. before. Here's, here's how he died. Okay, he, he died got, before the whole thing, before fi- bef- before, before the actual discovery. tomb was discovered, he, he died. He died, oh. he was in Egypt, and he was shaving. No, 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 he caught, he got, yeah, got a mosquito, mosquito bite. bite. Oh, my he God. Got a mosquito bite. Not, no, now it's not even like, oh, so malaria, right? No, no, no. no. Got a mosquito bite, and he shaving. He nicked it, shaving, it. and died from the infection. Yeah. There you go. So, uh, just when you think, you know, <laughs> you um, talk about make a, a no, what such is, a crazy story. That's a right? great plot, right? Right. So that's where Julian's getting all his, you know, info. Jeez. That's Poor where he's guy. getting his material. A lot of grist for the mill there. So that's what we have for news and gossip. So and I'm, what, I'm, what I want to find out, I don't know if anybody's asked Julian. Did Julian write this? Based. Not not based on, but write this because he was helping his friends save this. House Castle Manor thing, or did he say, you know, I just happened that this storyline can be use your place? 
That's interesting. Right, right. Because either way, it's fascinating. But I'm going, geez, if he was just helping out a friend, he sure did a great job. Well, she wrote a book. Lady Lady Carnivon wrote a book, which is a New York Times bestseller. And and that may have been another reason why he was very excited about doing it. All right. So that's great. So there you go. That's it. That's what I have for news news. and gossip. Thank you very much, That was such an interesting story, I'm sure. I, I don't know if I'll be able to find as good of news yeah. from I know, here on out. Really but, all right, but that was terrific. Let's, let's take us to predictions. Let's, so let's do that. Okay. Now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Oh, good heavens. Alina, I don't want to put you on the spot. You said you had a great one. <laughs> Bless you. I just think there's yeah. going to be a lot of uh, headbutting between Lord Grantham and Matthew. And yeah. I don't know if Mary's either going to be torn or with her husband, you know, on her husband's side because she... Is well, eyeing I, that? You I know, think you know the position. way they've been going. She's going to be against Matthew. Bless you. They're going to put. A, they, they seem to put the conflict between the husband and wife rather than the father and the daughter. That's how they've usually gone so far. Okay. This episode, we've all talked about it. How this episode seemed to be one that was sort of setting yeah, things set up. up. Yeah, yeah. setting a lot. So of, I'm looking forward to the drama that is potentially going to come with the next episode. Um, well, we're going to see Sybil and Branson will be staying there through. I'm guessing throughout yeah, the pregnancy. So there will be conflict. So we're going to have a birth. Pardon me. Edith yeah. is going to be a little journalist. Yeah, so I'm, you know, so there, you know, just like last week, we we're talking about she's going to find have to find something to do because they were telling her, look, we got to get something. So this is what she's decided. It's obviously um, uh, taking off, so to speak, because I'm sure that that right there is going to the fact that somebody was interested in publish that letter. That's going to just propel her something to do that well, it's sort of the beginning of the tabloids of Britain yeah, you know? yeah. so oh, she's, right. she's the inside scoop. yeah inside skinny mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. watch out for the tabloids of Britain just one more thing there's spoiler alerts okay. there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, watch that. don't read so about Downton Abbey on the Brit- British news so but what uh, okay then what how is O'Brien gonna do this what is she gonna do how is she gonna get get back at Thomas she's obviously gonna it's gonna involve uh, footman Jimmy you th- you, oh yeah, yeah. It, it, she's already you know uh, she's already looking at that. She's gonna try to do something. She might kill two birds with one stone and get uh, Footman Jimmy out of there too, so her Ooh. nephew can move up. Alfred right. can move up. So that, well, oh so yeah, that's gotta happen, right? Something. That's a good one. Yeah. The only person she's nice to ever. Alfred. Yeah, exactly, Alfred. That's true. Good point. Yeah. Good right. point. What I don't have got? any great predictions. No. I, okay. I and in Bates, we got we got to get out of the prison somehow. Yeah, he's going to get. I mean, just because it's bad TV, keeping him in. Yeah, we can't. We can't see that. And so. you know, we got to move that story along. So, that, what do you think that's going to happen in the next episode or two down the line? Because we got to well, get him out of there. We got five left. Yes, I believe Maybe that's a correct. Couple. I think in the next one or one after. We got it. Like I said, it's, it's bad TV. Keeping it's just him boring. It's boring. Yeah, prison. So we got to get him out soon. Free Bates. So. All right, well, let everybody know we can get a hold of you. At underscore Alina23 on Twitter. I am at Tamara Berg, T-A-M-A-R-A-B-E-R-G on Twitter. And my website is TamaraCentral.com. And I am out of time. So on behalf of Alina <laughs> Akram, Tamara Berg, and Marissa Servini, who's now uh, helming for us because she took over for Stephen Steve, right. We want to thank you very much for transition. Uh, we will talk to you next week. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily refer. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz Buzz later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.